Let's just start the show. Okay. Hi, this is Vicky Vox. Welcome to Doing Great. Ooh. Hi, Vic. How you doing? Great. How are I you? I should tell everybody who this is. Sure. On today's show, we have a very wonderful guest. We tend to get up to shenanigans, uh-huh. so this is going to be fun. <laughs> if you're at home, you clap along. Welcome, Big Dipper. Yay! Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. It's a joy. You have a bougie spot here. <laughs> it's quite nice. <laughs> yes. You, very nice. It's very, it's unlike uh, some podcasts that exist where it's like, uh, we got to share this mic. The first podcast right. I ever recorded. We sat in the living room. Okay. It was recorded on an iPhone voice memo that you know, like when you don't have a speaker, yeah. sometimes you put the phone like in, in a, a cup. cup. <laughs> <laughs> so they, yes. they put the phone in a bowl in uh-huh. the on the coffee table, which I don't know has the reverse effect when you're using it as a microphone. Like, I didn't understand why they put it in a bowl. Well, you know, I, I, I'm not an engineer, so... <laughs> Shock. Shock and surprise. Shock and awe. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, that's one way to do something. Yeah, and There's we all just of sort of... to skin a cat, you know? We all just sort of, like, leaned in on the couch yelling at a coffee table. Listen, you got to start somewhere. Uh-huh. I look back at my old pictures of drag, and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> that's an interesting you thing gotta about start somewhere. the internet. Yeah. The memories can't die anymore. Right. And you sort of like, you have to own it and then like be like, that. yes, that was seven or eight years ago. Right. And so like, I'm not going to like work to s- like scrub the internet of I my- I can't. Right. And you go like, <laughs> that's who I was and now this is who I am. Absolutely. And I think like- So wild that we're talking about this because we just talked about something similar. Really? <laughs> yes. About deciding like who we are in the moment. Nudes. No, well, I've actually, that's, listen- I've had to come to terms with the fact that in some of my states of inebriate, uh huh, <laughs> I have sent some wild pictures to some wild people. Sure. And I'm pretty sure that shit's going to surface one day. At some point. And you know what? It's great. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You are doing great. Because, <laughs> like, what are you going to do about it? Honestly, yeah. like. What are you going to do about well, it? Well, they, they, didn't they, like, deal with that a lot on Euphoria on the HBO show? I where they still were still not seen this yet. They just, like, it was, like, a general thing where there was just the thing where it was, like, oh, yeah, every, at, a, at a certain point, like, everyone is going to have nudes and they're all just going to be out in the world. That's how I feel about it. I'm really, somebody was telling me I was going to like this show and she was very right. I was going to tell you who this person was, but then I just realized it was name dropping. So <laughs> To not do it. Oh, yeah, um, famoose. But yeah, no, she was getting her makeup done and she goes, you need to see the show. It's a fantastic show. I'm really here for it, though. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite part about it? I liked that it was experimental in like the way they shot it and uh-huh. the storytelling. I also liked that it felt dangerous. And it what it also did is it, for me, it harkened back to that like late 90s, early 2000s thing when all of those high school movies, like Can't Hardly Wait, like oh, that. Oh, yes. That, Ten and, things I hate about you. Right. And like those things were based in high school, but they all did so many adult things. Like in Ten Things I Hate About You, they're like, we're going to a concert tonight. And they go to the show and it's like just people from their high school, but like a legit band at like a venue. venue. And you're like, no, no, Diva. That's like, not happening. We go to garages. We go to garages. We go to a field. Like right. that's. And so I like that because in Euphoria, it's like an adult soap opera, but they're literally 16 and have to like deal I love with, a soap opera. Yeah. I love a soapy moment. Mm-hmm. But it also made me be like, Oh, I'm firm in my conviction that I'm not having children. Oh, you know, I've recently come to this conclusion. Yeah. I always wanted kids. Really? I, I did. I wanted Well, four. you have like that really nice side of you where you like want to take care of people. <laughs> I do? Yes. <laughs> it's in there. It is. Well, I wanted four kids. I right. wanted to adopt three. And I had a very specific image of what those children looked like. And the fourth would be biological? One. Yes. Okay. But, I did, I, but in my head. Okay, see, this is how fucking insane I was. In my head, I had already figured out that they could just take a woman's egg and replace the chromosomes in there with chromosomes from someone else. Oh, okay. So like, you are an like, engineer. Like, as a kid, I had already had that vision. Like, well, duh, it's just a cell. You take the things out and then you put right. other stuff in. The, like, genetic engineering of like childbirth now. A Tupperware, yeah. Right. It made sense to me as a child, but now as an adult, I'm like, they still haven't figured this out? Right. <laughs> You're like, my weird abstract idea I had as a five-year-old is not feasible in modern like, day science. <laughs> I also wanted to, I'm sure I've talked about this somewhere. I wanted a pool for the house that was half indoor, half outdoor. Okay. 
And on the end, I've been to the ho- uh, hotel that has that. You right. like go through those little plastic flaps, right? <laughs> <laughs> and on the inside, it would be like Hawaii, and on the outside, it would be like Alaska. So it would be like oh, the opposite. If sure, because okay. I wanted like a pool wonderland moment. I was a very wild child. Like you my, had an imagination, very vivid, very vivid, <laughs> very vivid, very vivid. Well, here's the thing: is that <laughs> my poor mother, my poor mother had to deal with so much. <laughs> I love her so much. But sometimes my imagination was so vivid that I thought I was seeing shit. Or like, so I don't know as an adult, like, where what part was my imagination and what part was, like, my actual life. Did you ever see ghosts as a kid? I can't believe you're bringing this up. But I don't know that I saw ghosts. I have had visions of things. Okay. But, I mean, one time. Shit, this is going to be a wild-ass show. Okay. (laughs) One time, at the end of my bed... There uh-huh. was this, like, Planet of the Apes-looking person. Is this what they call the sleep paralysis monster? This is before that, because I do have sleep paralysis, <laughs> and I have seen that monster, and I have an idea about that. We can talk about that in just a second. Let okay. me finish this story. <laughs> so this Planet of the Apes motherfucker was at the end of the bed, like, fully, like, an ape, standing up, but wasn't walking like an ape. Like, it wasn't, like, dragging its knuckles. Like, it wasn't right. like that. It was standing upright, like holding shopping bags and wearing sunglasses and was waving at me. And I called my scream for my mom and she comes running into the room. And I'm like, he's right there. Right there at the end of the... This is why I, I question everything I do. Diva. <laughs> and my mom was like, it's okay. Your, your mind just playing tricks on you. And I'm like, mom, you don't see him? Like, he's, I was pissed that she didn't see... He's right there. And he waved, walked forward, and disappeared. And the, I'm not the only one. My brother had some bullshit happening in his room. Okay, and my so you sister, think the home I was think, a think, hotbed for spiritual activity? Either that or we were just very sensitive children. And I know for a fact that the three of us uh-huh. are very sensitive people uh-huh. in general. And my sister and I didn't talk so much about it until we had gotten older one day. And we were like, shit, you had the same thing happen to you. And it was all this other stuff about, like, you would sit in the center of a room and the world would spin around you and you'd think you were on, like, a roller coaster, but you knew that you were in bed and you knew you weren't moving, but it sounded like everything was... Do you currently have, like, a strong spiritual connection to your siblings? Like, do you, like, think of them and then, like, the phone ring, like, that kind of thing? Yeah, that kind of stuff. My sister just called, yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's very that. But we don't have, like, a a relationship where it's day-to-day. Right, like downloading. Me neither. Shit. I don't. See, I don't talk to my sister very much. But then when we do, it's as if we're best friends. Yes. Uh, Jenny Slate, the comedian. My sister's name is Jenny, by the way. <laughs> Jenny Slate has this uh, comedy special slash documentary on Netflix. Came out maybe two months ago, three months ago. Yes. Hold on. While you're talking, split the cards. Okay. Um. And you want the bottom hand? Yeah. And uh, in it, she talks about the house that she grew up in was haunted. Right. And she talks about, like, for all intents and purposes. I'm so excited where this conversation is going. Her childhood was, like, regular. Like, she was like, yes, my parents and, like, this house and, like, uh-huh. the suburbs. And they had, you know, they were middle class. They had money, like, the whole thing. And then, like, on upon reflection in her later life, she was like, oh, I was traumatized by the amount of ghosts and hauntings and horrible things that happened to me in this house that we just sort of thought were regular activities. See, this is what this is what I'm now coming to learn. Right, is probably my situation. Wow, but could, and cause somebody, but so the monkey had gone shopping. Wait, shopping? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And sunglasses, like ooh. it was full. It was full, like cause, full uh, ape drag. It must have been in the '80s, so it was like that aviator glasses. <laughs> and but the, I couldn't see behind the glasses, so I never saw their eyes. And, that, the, and I do know that I knew who this was. Like in that moment, I was not scared of them. I was pissed that my mom thought I was making this up. Right. That's the feeling I remember from the situation. And because they fully were like, what? Mm -hmm. And I don't know if we were communicating, just like (laughs) telepathically, whatever. Telepathically. (laughs) That's it. That's the one. Right. I don't know if that was the case, but I do know that I was comfortable and I had known them before and they had been there before, but this was finally like the time that I could show my mom... Like, look, this is what I've been talking about. Right. And she wasn't seeing it. 
I was just having a conversation about this shit last night. Were you? I was talking to my ex-boyfriend, and I was like, uh, we were talking about astrology, and he was like, mar, 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 I think it's- Listen, ma- let's talk about <laughs> astrology. He was like, I think it's like manipulative, like cult leader, like they just like tell you anything and manipulate you, and I was like- Well, then he's really not going to like these cards. Because <laughs> <laughs> I said, I was like, no, like it, it's the kind of thing where- it's it's general terms, and then you take it how you yes. see it. Like, and that's exactly why I use these cards right. that I use. I really want to talk about astrology, though. Are you obsessed? Well, I'm obsessed in the idea, but I don't like read my horoscope very much. But if, I don't read my horoscope anymore. If either. someone goes like, "Oh, well, you're an Aries," so blah blah blah. I'm like, "Are you an Aries?" Yes. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. So I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And so I go like, yes, totally. Like I fully buy into it, which is the same thing I feel about spirits and ghosts in which I have never had a personal experience. You haven't. I do not think that they like to show themselves to me. I don't think that whatever sort of emotional port is open. Mm-hmm. I think that if if a spirit or a ghost has shown itself to me, I have been like, oh, no, see, that light is flickering because it's not screwed in all the way. Like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I rationalize it too quickly, but I'm totally open to the idea. And when people tell about their stories like i don't think that they're fake right it just i have never personally experienced it but my belief and one of the reasons that i'm even doing the show is that you you don't know what for somebody else is true right because for them they lived it and this was the problem why i was so mad as a child is i'm telling you what i'm experiencing right and you're telling me that i'm making it up you're literally gaslighting mm. a five-year-old. Like, mm. <laughs> are you serious? Just because you don't understand it doesn't mean it's not happening. Right, but... The wind blows. We never see that shit, but right. you can feel it. You can feel it. You know? You I have no see idea what air looks like, it. but I yeah. can watch the palm tree snap. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, so. That is so wild. Yeah. I went to therapy as a child. You did? Because I, I, mean, I had sleep issues. Oh. Yeah. But, like, what were these... Hold on. <laughs> I feel like... Let's bring, do it. Bring pull, it up in a second. Okay, pull me a card. Let's. Oh, I, I see it. I already did my Celtic cross. That's my favorite spread. number. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the card <laughs> in the position of your present is the 10 of diamonds. Uh-huh. 10's your favorite number, you said? Yes, that's correct. Okay, so 10 is completion. Yes. Right? And the diamonds, I believe, yes, is practicalities and material world. Yes! So your, your, <laughs> your present situation yes! is like either things are like locking in. Yes. And like it really feels like, okay, I did something. Mm-hmm. This is true? This is true. Is there something specific that you said, yes? Because <laughs> <Well, laughs> she got very excited. Well, this is so dumb, but I was literally on the phone the other day and I was like, do you know what's so crazy? I just love when I like finish a jar of something and then I can rinse it out and put it in the recycling can. Like, I love completing a physical... This is so funny. It makes me feel so good. Oh, because you're an Aries. Yes. <laughs> and like, yes. like, I travel a lot for work. Okay. And when I go out of town, when I'm able to like... Uh, do what I call this sounds so psychotic when I do what Girl, I call please. eating down my fridge where like three days before I, I do that shit too <laughs> three days before I leave I like look at the fridge and I'm like okay these are all the perishable foods gotta so go Let's- the next meals that I make and then I make some weird ass <laughs> dinners same like literally I'm going out of town soon literally this morning I made an omelet with um slices of roast beef sandwich mm-hmm. meat in it <laughs> which like mm-hmm. if it was ham you'd be like oh that's regular. I'm sorry. Whenever somebody says ham, I think of Melissa McCarthy on <laughs> SNL when she just ham. <laughs> she just, I think of Sherry Shepard on 30 Rock when she said ham. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we're talking about ham. I don't eat the meats, by the way. Oh, vegetarian. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I made a promise to my dog. It's a long story. Since when? For a while then. Um, It's been like two and a half years. Oh, dope. almost three. Yeah. yeah. You like celery? <laughs> <laughs> it's really wild because I thought that I was going to like Really be bored, but I don't right. get bored. But right. like, I would, I love to eat clearly because yeah. I like snacks. Yeah. And I haven't had a problem. <laughs> we also live in an eat. amazing place for yes, plant based diet. That. I will say, he, I live in LA, and when I am in London, the two cities are like perfectly made for anybody yes. that needs other options. And I love a big city because you can have like all these other cultures that don't eat meat. Yes, yeah, like Indian food. They don't they don't even focus on the meat. So Ever. like everything is delicious and there's a bunch of stuff. Okay, but your next card. Mm-hmm. I was cracking up when I started to read it, look at what it was yeah. while you were talking about <laughs> your refrigerator and things. Because the form 
is stability and diamonds is practicalities in material world. <laughs> so you really like to make sure that that material world is making sense. Yes. Right, but this card is in the position of your immediate challenge, which is why it's like, this is your challenge. <laughs> this is it's getting it together. Yes. But I'm proud of it. Aries do do that, though. But Aries likes to, doesn't understand why other people don't figure it out the way they figured it out. Ooh, that is so true. It's very Aries. And every Aries I've ever known has been like this. And that's where, that is like a huge part of like me figuring out my patience. Like right. I'm such, as an artist and a creative person, I'm such a collaborator. Yeah. I can't get anything you done are, by myself. Actually. I love working with other people. And people ask me all the time, they're like, you That's know, an Aries trait as well. How do you come up with an idea or how do you <laughs> to whatever? Have to be with other people. I'm yeah. like, nothing by myself. The moment I'm in a room with someone else, I'm like, oh, here are a hundred ideas. Bang. Boom. Yes, yes, totally. I get that. And so my big challenge is like, I love to be with other people, but I get also very frustrated by the way other people do Work. things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My poor roommate is an Aries, and I, she's going to be like, why? why? <laughs> I feel like I'm going to snap this bitch. Yeah. But not on purpose, just because I'm very me. Right. Whatever me is right. in that moment. You are that. Yeah. <laughs> and I think she is, um, this is a learning experience. It's a new roommate like, scenario? Um, Yes, oh. it's a recent roommate scenario. Oh, because you live. I used to live in Riverside, uh-huh. and then I moved back up to Hollywood. Ooh. Oh, I didn't tell you. Oh, because you're popping. Because you're popping. No, girl. Listen, when you were talking about um, the food situation, uh-huh. the reason that I do that with food is usually because I'm broke. It has nothing to do Got <laughs> with, it. with expiry dates. Right. It is, okay, we don't have the money this week. I'm not going to the grocery store, so I'm, I'm going to f- figure out what's on the menu right here. <laughs> This What's in the six-year-old pickles? We're going to do that. We're going to put that on the tortilla and call that a sandwich. Maybe you find a good old can of tuna and you're like, hey Well, I don't eat. The, oh, tuna, right. the tuna goes to my dog. Right. Biscuit, that makes sense. Biscuit eats the tuna. Actually, Biscuit's a little asshole. And now, <laughs> because he had to have medicine for a while, because when he punked the pit bull and he got bit, then he had to like have medicine. In order to give him the medicine, we had to put food you had like to wrap the, the, the wet food in his dry food, and it was a complicated situation. Yeah, but now he won't eat his food without the tuna and chicken. And it's like, goddamn. Anyway, can I tell you something quick about a dog? Owner you can tell what I you know? want. You don't have to be quick. This is an hour. <laughs> <laughs> My best friend. They have a tiny little beautiful dog. They live in Brooklyn. We love Brooklyn. Tiny little dog. Uh huh. They, you know, because food is a big port, part, big port, it's a big port of your joy. It's a big part of like your health and your diet. And yeah. some people respond better than others, whatever. This dog, they needed to do a diet change. Where they landed on? Uh-huh. Full chicken. Okay. Full rabbit. Okay. Ground up. Okay. So this dog is eating. I just got a little uncomfortable. Bone marrow. Yes. Like the full yes. thing because it gets all the nutrients. I mean. And so they bought a meat grinder and they go they to the specialty butcher. And just. And they I, get they a kosher? full. No, you just can't find a full rabbit. Well, yeah. Like you have to go to the, <laughs> you have to go to the place that gets you a rabbit. I'm just saying, if it's kosher or halal, the meat will be cleaner. Sure, of course. Because it is treated better. But I don't think there's a kosher version of a rabbit. I think that's off menu. Is rabbit one of the... No, because <laughs> it doesn't have a cloven hoof. I guess that's true, but... I mean, I don't... I'm not Jewish. I am. Oh, are you? <laughs> <laughs> but he just... We were talking yesterday, because we're working on a music video coming up, and I was like, what'd you do? And he was like, well, I had to grind up a whole rabbit in my kitchen. I was like... Oh, uh, my God, like, what do you have to... Okay. No, it's pre-skinned. So it oh. just comes like meat. Okay, Like, good. it comes, like, ready to be cooked. I feel like my dog might love this. Yes. But you don't have to cook it because... No, you grind it up, yeah, actually, and then you freeze it. Please do. And then you the people do at a home, scoop. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> trying to... put I need, a trigger warning? Yeah, I need to tell people at home, <laughs> please don't feed your dog cooked bones. Right. Don't do it, because they get brittle and they fracture. Right. You can feed them a raw bone, but don't feed them no cooked-ass bones. Right. People... Get it together. Let's get back to these cards because mm-hmm. we can go on tangents all day. I really love talking to you. <laughs> Likewise. Okay, so the card that is in the position of your distant past <laughs> is the six of hearts. And six is harmony. Mm-hmm. And the hearts is the emotions and the feels, uh-huh. which is usually relationship-oriented. Uh-huh. So in the past, was yeah. there a, a bueno relationship? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And in the past, though, like this in the past, up. yeah. Like when I lived in New York, I had a man, and we lived together for three years. Good for and you. it was like an amazing scenario. Yeah, and he he told me that it was the best relationship he had ever been in, and Wild. he was sort of a serial monogamous. Okay, like he had just finished dating someone when we started dating, and when I left, he pretty soon coupled up with someone who he's still with now. Who I assume is now the best relationship he's ever been in. Oh, he's one of those. Right. <laughs> but but it felt genuine, and we had a lot of differences. Like, he grew up Catholic, and he grew up sort of the baby of four kids from the Midwest. And, like, so so when I would be, like, really open about communication and really like, hey, do you want to fuck that guy? I'll go ask him for you. I'll see you're like me. And he was like, he was like, wait, what? Like, I would never have done that with my ex-boyfriend. And I'm like, but I would like to watch him fuck the shit out of you and oh, like I love sit you for in the that. corner. Like, I really love you for that. And that would bring me joy as your boyfriend. Right. And he like, it took him a while to sort of comprehend. And so I think. Not our, everybody that open. Our relationship really sort of opened his sort of boundaries that way. And it taught me so much about being in a um, an adult relationship in mm. which there, you know, you have to do some things. Have to go visit family and like pretend to like people that you never want to talk to and like <laughs> that kind of a thing, which was new for me. You know, like I was in my, oh, I was like shit. probably 26, 27 when we met. And like I had never really been in a long relationship before. Right. We lived together. I am, I'm able to be at the level I am as an artist because of him, because I moved in with him That's in really New York. Great of you to say. And he, uh, I didn't have to pay rent. Oh, bitch. I lived with him. He owned his home, so I lived oh, with him. Lovely. And it wasn't sugar daddy. I wasn't getting an allowance. No, no, no. I had a job. I had to buy food. I would take him out to dinner, et cetera. But I just like didn't have to pay the mortgage. And that allowed me- That's freedom. To pursue being an artist and elevate what I was doing so that then people started to book me at a different level. And right. so I have said that I will thank him on every project that I do for the rest of time because I wouldn't be at the level, you know, I wouldn't have been able to take the step to be a full-time artist if it wasn't for being with him. Can I just say that it's really great that you are speaking about this relationship the way that you are because not everybody can oh, I know. I feel very lucky. stuff. Yeah. And it, um See the great that has come out of it. I will tell you, so we recently went to a wedding together. Not together, but he and his new man were there, and okay. I was there solo. Hold that thought, uh -huh. because I need to read this next card for okay. that thought. Okay, okay, Bless you, Clementine. Yes, bless you. I heard you. that. You better leave that on that. People need to know that you're in the room, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so the card that is in your recent past mm -hmm. that you were just talking about going to a wedding, yeah. the card is the Ten of Spades, and the Ten is completion, uh -huh. and the Spades is thinking and communication. So what did y'all talk about? <laughs> Vic, this is Isn't accurate. This, I'm trying to tell you. Bitch, I love this. Um, we, I saw him and I had like equal moments of like. You're going to die with us next. Nostalgia <laughs> being like, oh, I remember going to places with him as a couple. You know, like getting yes. to like like steal glances and like sit next to each other See, and I've hold hands. I've never been in an actual like, relationship relationship, yeah. so I don't know what that feels like. And Describe it to that me. That was my only time with that, where it's like if you're out at some setting, like you can find that person. Mm. And like if you have that with a friend, but you're at a party, like that friend could always find like someone to go you know, hook up with yes. or a different friend or go on happen. some adventure. But like, if that's your man, like you, at any given moment, you could be like, ah, I got you. And you can find each other in the corner. That sounds so fun. We used to like go to stuff and then be like, you want to just leave and go get a burger? And we would just like leave, like, uh, like, you know, or like, let's heart. just go home and watch a movie. Like we would do that type yeah. of shit. And so I'm again, going back to like what I learned I'm really appreciative of it. And I, I, we ended the relationship because I told him that he had sort of morphed into my best friend and I could feel that he was in love with me and I loved him, but I was not in love with him. And so it felt unfair okay. to continue the relationship. So we actually gag on this. We broke up right. on a Wednesday. Okay. That Friday, we got on an airplane uh -huh. and we flew to Iceland. Because I had a gig in I'm Iceland. I was about to say, what the hell was in Iceland? I had a gig in Iceland, and they had asked me six months prior, do I want X amount of dollars right. and a plane ticket or a lesser amount of dollars and two, two plane, plane tickets. tickets? And I said, let me take my man to Iceland. Oof. So we had like a really amazing, we pretended like we were still dating. 
because it was like a bear weekend. Yeah. And everyone was in couple. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we weren't going to be like, we just broke up three days ago. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So we pretended like we were dating and we had this like really lovely closure friendship trip. And then when we got back, I made plans to move out to LA. I feel like, I'm sorry. I feel like this is the setup and people are not going to believe these cards. Or that, like, we're making the conversation fit these cards. But the card that is that yeah. I pulled before you started feeling full of telling that story. Really? Bitch, I'm dying. My, I'm dying. I can't get it together because it's the nine of spades. Uh-huh. The nine of spades. Right after the ten of spades. I the see The nine you. of spades is growth. And I can't with thinking and communication. So you're over here talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A closure <Yeah>. breakup trip. <laughs> Other people are like, you better Throwing like, dishes so it was across. really great because we went on this trip right yeah. after we broke up. Not everybody can do that. Yeah, I, I I feel very lucky and I'm going to New York next week and I'm going to get to like see him. And I've been to his house with his new man and like they made dinner for like me and some friends. Like it's right. just it's it feels like he will be a friend for life, which I feel really grateful for. See, that's beautiful. Yeah. But when I did see him at the wedding, I really wanted to, like, pull him inside and fuck him. And do some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you wanted to do some stuff. But him and his new thing, they're not about They're that. not like that life. Yeah. Because I'm like, we could pound it out real fast. But I'm tra- <laughs> <laughs> it was a barn wedding. I was like, let me uh, take you behind the silo and see, get you on a hay bed. <laughs> <laughs> real quick. Just real quick. Like. But my thing is, like, are you able to do this because you've been in therapy or just because you're this person? I think it's just because I'm like, I went to therapy as a kid. And then the next time I went to therapy was after I came out to my parents. They sent me one time to therapy and the therapist was like, (laughs) I'm sorry. You seem good. She did. She was like, you're fine. (laughs) And then I found out like a year later that my parents did like eight more sessions with her. Fuck. (laughs) They were like, we should all go talk about this. And then she met with me and she was like. He's fine. And then she talked to them a little longer. Right. We're going to have to have some conversations. But I think I think this is just the kind of family I grew up in. Like, we would okay. always talk through everything. And, like, if someone was like, oh, this blah, blah, blah. You know, within 20 minutes, they're like, I'm sorry for my outburst before, but I was feeling angry about. Oh, see, this sounds very white. There was a, yes. <laughs> a white suburban <laughs> Jewish white. processing of emotions. Because in yes. my house, if yes. there was a problem. That's your problem. Right. Don't bring that to the dinner table. The children should be seen and not heard. <laughs> Which is fine. Yeah. I turned out this way. You turned out great. You're doing I, great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, doing great really was the... I think I said it when I was with y'all. Yes. And the problem is that it, it started out sarcastic, and now I actually fucking mean that shit. You do? You've been on such a positive uh, <laughs> swing on Twitter. I don't know You're what like, happened. Everyone's doing great. You're doing I love great. everyone. <laughs> well, because... It's a great, it's a great a promise. Uh, mission to stand by. Somewhere, like a couple years ago, when I was like super trying to figure out my life, right. I went, you know what? You need to be the person that you needed because nobody has been that person for you. Oh, yes. So be that person for somebody else, goddammit, and do it on purpose. Don't just, because I, I know that I would do it by accident. Mm-hmm. Like by, like teaching when I used to teach kids. I right. know that like I can be that effective in a positive way unintentionally. It's time to do it intentionally. Right. <laughs> and to be that person and remind people, you know what? Shit Go south. Right. And it could go it could go very quickly. But all you gotta do is go, whoa, 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 whoa. Right. I'm still standing. Yeah. Okay. I can do one thing to move forward. Yes. That's it. And you're doing great. And like just to every small step, it's a it's a step, bitch. You're doing great. And in this fucking day and age, when we think that every little problem on our phone and social media and whatever is a real problem and we forget that people right. out there are really like this sounds this sounds very privileged and fucked up. Okay. But when J Lo at the at the Super Bowl yes. put those kids singing uh Born in the USA in cages. Right. I literally was like, oh yeah. Everyone's focused on the <laughs> listen, everyone's focused on the election cycle it was right the, now. It was the, oh yeah, that got me. The oh yeah. Because because 
Every time you see it on the news and you see it on the internet, you're like, oh, this is fucked up. Oh, okay, this person is fighting towards this. Okay, good. Like, this is still a fucked up problem. This is still a fucked up problem. But that that whole scenario was dominating the news cycle for a while, and now it's the election. Right. And so you go like, oh, yeah. Like, at any given moment. Speaking of, oh, yeah, it's time for us to take a break. Oh, hold yeah. on, hold on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could, this can be on the podcast. I don't give a damn. Wait, what were we talking about? You were talking. Oh, I was talking about white privilege and the, and the fact that <laughs> if you recall that I said, "Oh yeah, people are in cages." Oh yeah, well, because I didn't know that those were cages. Somebody had to point that out. And then she's singing "Born in the USA." And she opened up that Puerto Rican that flag. That got me together. Girl. That really got me together. Because you never think of J Lo like that being that girl, right? But I think which I'm glad they did do that because I do believe. That they did need to stand up for something yeah. because of the people that had backed out yes. or said no to doing this. We're Super all Bowl. because of Colin Kaepernick. Right. The so there's like that whole um, the black Latinos uh-huh. and Latinx folks. Right. The Afro Latinx. The whatever. I, girl, I, my, uh, my tongue. I've been drinking since I woke up. Sure. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that it, it could have been a huge slap in the face. But then to also use that moment to take a stand and say, hey. I know we're doing this, and you might have been slighted, but we also need to say this. Right. Because everybody does have a, a perspective that needs to be seen, heard, and validated. Yeah. And, and it's not like, I mean, it's not like there's one problem. Right. Right. So we, Girl, you guys, I feel the like— The amount of problems? We have to pick and choose our battles, and saying yes to your battle is not always saying no to somebody else's. Right. It's, and not like fireworks in the air is great for the air— <laughs> you know, uh, right. it's 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 less impactful than uh, continuing to use fossil fuels. But I mean, but still, you go like, oh yeah, they make like fifty seven billion dollar or whatever number right. it is <laughs> on the Super Bowl, and it's the amount of garbage and waste, and like, it's like it's there's literally an issue. Everything is an issue. Everything's an issue. Yeah, I I feel like our generation and the generations before us actually slowly but surely the generations after us like even like five years younger than me i know that they make better choices yeah i watched them make better choices right. in their day-to-day life and i'm like oh i'm so glad that you've incorporated that yeah because i couldn't and like i'm still trying to process what i'm processing but i see that it's like getting filtered down and filtered through and it's really happening and the kids that are like teenagers now Y'all are really doing it. Right. And you're yes, I hear you. All of your opinions are valid, goddammit, because you are the ones that are gonna be left with the shit really behind. Right. So you're doing great. They're like peeing in a bathroom that is made for all, and their piss turns into drinking water in which hey, like fuels the like listen, gre- you know what I mean? And there's like desalination things that like it works with just nothing. Right. And it's desalinated water. And I'm yeah. like, how did you Okay, great. All of these inventions coming out. I'm really here for this. But can you fix my phone? Can somebody fix my phone? Because the iPhone... Let me not go on that tangent. Let's get back to, <laughs> let's get back to these cards. Because I get very mad that my, my phone is fucked up. It's just so that I have to buy a new one. But, okay. So the card in your immediate future... Immediate future. Okay, right, this is what I need. Is the nine of hearts. Uh-huh. Now, the nine is growth. And again, the hearts is emotions uh-huh. and the feelings... <laughs> Because there's a lot of growth for you. Uh-huh. But you've had, like, I'm looking at this little spread of cards. Oh. You're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> you really are. Because, Thank you. Like, the, the past, which seemed to be a great relationship or seemed to be, yeah. you know, one that you clearly grew from and took away a lot of positive. Yeah. And you're going to move forward with that. Yeah. I'm here for it. I have a little um, something that is brewing that I've been scared of dipping my toe into because it feels like too, like it might be too intense. Are you talking about us working on a song together? Emotional. (laughs) (laughs) That I do want to do. Because anytime, let me tell you, anytime, this is like some dumb bullshit that I have as a producer. But anytime I see someone who's like really talented, I'm always like, I got to get them on a thing so that we can really show off what they can do. Because like, I know, we all know you can really sing. But for some reason, (laughs) when I like think about your songs, I'm like, does she ever like whale whale? No, not really. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> we need to do is like just like a house song. I mean, I'm totally down just, to do that. Well, I was just 
yeah, yeah, that's me. That, that well, part. you do wail on that one. Isn't that the Christmas song you wail at the beginning of the oh. DWV song? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, I should probably tell you that um, we'll probably get in trouble for this, but the song that that. Okay, so the riff that that is right. in the beginning of that song is clearly from all that, and I right. didn't, I didn't know that when it was we were just doing embedded it. Uh-huh. in your brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's all that, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know it when we were doing like, it. It's a Christmas riff. <laughs> I also wrote a song once upon a time, and it said um, dun 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 was like uh, the guitar, uh-huh. <laughs> and I went, that was the Power Rangers. <laughs> Walking, talking noise. Go, go, Power Rangers. You mighty muffin Power Rangers. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. Wow. Okay, but all of this shenanigans, I really need to. Okay, have you heard of this podcast off the record? Uh, is it with um, who's who hosts it? Oh, off book, not off the record. Oh, sorry, it's off book. I mean, I, I is it? Is it? <clears throat> it's not. Let's try, let me ask that question again. Tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and do you know who hosts it? I don't. Because I'm going to say, is it, was it Jesse and something? Oh, it's not Larry Owens' podcast? No. Okay. Yes, we absolutely can. <laughs> I was trying to get to it, girl. She said get to it. I got to it. You did. <laughs> Very I well. It up. <laughs> off book? Yeah. Oh, it's off the record. Off the record is a podcast, but I was talking about off book. Mm. Yeah. And you sang on it? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I try to remember who the hosts were. Because everything happened so fast. Was it here? Yes. Off uh off book with the Jessica and Zach. Yes, yes, okay, yeah. So I, know I was it. I was on this show off book. It's uh the Earwolf podcast, right? Uh-huh, with Jessica and Zach. Yes, yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah. I was I went on that show. Yeah. I was so scared. They improvised the whole thing. Oh, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. And where they just sing <laughs> musicals and yes. shit. They tur- they turned it into the husky hullabaloo. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to play it for you when yes. we've done this. But we need to go back and talk about what we were actually talking about. Oh, and that okay. was the growth and the bringing the feeling. I am going to you singing in front of a microphone. Yes, no, the growth can. and the feeling. But you were talking about taking that into new. You were afraid to yes. take the step yeah. into the situation. Yeah. What situation is well, this? Well, I've dipped. Are you going to talk about it? I mean, I mean come on, Victor. Are you <laughs> dipping in? <laughs> I dipped into it. It got really intense really fast. Uh-huh. And then I quickly dipped out. <laughs> And uh, put I'm, your right foot in, yeah, and, then I, right foot out. and then I drove home <laughs> <laughs> immediately. Uh, but but it it remains a thing that sort of um, haunt is the wrong word that lingers in my brain where I go like I can't shake the feeling of that and the chemistry of that and the connection of that like is something that I have never felt before. And so there were all of sort of with this person and there were all these sort of like other things floating around it that made me go like, ah, this isn't right. Uh huh. But when that connection is real, you go like, maybe it's, maybe it's worth it. Maybe all the other stuff can, you can get through because you can find that person who really gets you. See, that's my problem. Nobody's going to get this. There's, I'm fucking nuts. (laughs) Yeah, but you're like charming nuts. Right. I have to. I have to be you charming. You like roasting nuts? Well, I like nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I like nuts. <laughs> oh, I just burped. That was burped so, and a snort? I burped and laughed at the same time. That was very weird. Okay, wait. Hold on. A blaff? I need to get back to these cards. <laughs> okay, I gotta yes. read these cards. Queen of... Did we like do talk- the queen? Did we talk about the Queen of Spades? No. I don't think we did. Okay, so the Queen of Spades is right over here in your factors affecting... Your current situation. My old factors? <laughs> <laughs> factors want, affecting my current situation. Factors okay. affecting your current situation is the queen of spades. And that is, these are your factors. <laughs> I'm saying it's Don't. yours. Because sharp, intelligent, ruthless, uh-huh. insightful, uh-huh. organized. Yes. Yes. The ruthless one is a little tricky for me. Well, okay. So with all of these I am a firm believer because they don't have like the, the crazy images, they're mm-hmm. just playing cards. Yeah. That um it's kind of open for a lot of interpretation. Of course. <laughs> and it could either be either side of that. While I say ruthless and all yeah. of this, it could be you may need to employ that. Right. Like you may need to be more ruthless because you are not. I'll tell you when it comes to like like work stuff, I have a ruthless um first response to things. Aries. When people go like, like for instance, I'm in pre-production on a music video right now, and I ask someone if we could use 
something mm. of theirs. I'm trying to be vague here. <laughs> uh, I basically was like, can I use this? Can I borrow this? Mm-hmm. And they made it seem like, yeah, so long as you're not impeding on my life, my use of it, my money. Yeah, of course you can borrow it. And then Sorry, when I was you like, see this, but I just rolled my eyes very hard. <laughs> and then when I was like, great, this is when we're going to lock it in based on all the information you gave me. We, we will not impede on any of those things. Uh-huh. And they were like, great. Can you give me a thousand dollars for that? And oh, so dang. remember when I said, can I borrow it? Though? Right. <laughs> and so my immediate reaction was instead of negotiate and figure it out, I literally was on the phone. And I was like, well, I don't have that kind of money. So I guess it's not going to happen. Maybe I'll call you back and we can see. Like I was like, get out, get out, get out. And right. so my maybe that's not ruthless, but my immediate reaction is like, like, boom. Yeah. And then I had to sort of go back and be like, this well, could we do shit. it this way or could we do it that way? And so I'm learning to like, I think sometimes. Not everybody's going to do it your way to begin with. I know. <laughs> but I get real manipulative. This is why that fire sign needs a water sign around. <laughs> calm because me down. Not only calm you down, but like we can gently. Ca- Look, the Grand Canyon was built by water. Water See? ran that motherfucker down. <laughs> <laughs> Slow and steady might win the race. Yeah. I'm just saying, so you can't just burn. Although I'm also a little fiery, I will tend to burn everything <laughs> to the ground with me still in the building. I don't give a damn, and you don't because you know your water, so it's not gonna burn you. I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> I already know I'm gonna be fine. I'm cool. I'm gonna fuck all y'all shit up, but I'm gonna be great. <laughs> not the case. <laughs> You're like, I might flip that whole tray of free appetizers in the Hamburger Mary's dressing room, but you know I got my chicken fingers before right. I did it. Right. <laughs> I'm terrible sometimes. Because I've... Okay. What? But it is that response. It's that knee-jerk response right. that gets me together, too, because my first response is always, fuck you, then. Yeah. But we need to not do that. I mean, we can. We You can perfectly do that. You can do that in your life, but it's really not going to get you... Or how about this? I don't believe in I have to do anything. Right. Except pay my taxes, and even that I barely do. So Sure. Why would you when the president I'm just doesn't? Saying, is that what I'm saying? Like, anyway, the point is you don't have to do anything, Like, and you don't should, could. No. No, right. no, no. If you would like a particular outcome. Right. You might want to take one of these avenues. These are the avenues that lead to that possibility. So I don't have to do anything, but these are options. Because I don't like to be told what to do. <laughs> and I don't like telling other people what to do because I realize that when I do that, they are no longer doing it of their own volition, of their own right. free will. They're not right. doing it because you demanded this. Right. And that usually doesn't bring a, a great response for me. Yeah. It usually gets fucked up and then it has some expectation tied to it. And it just it makes me very disappointed <sighs> that everybody's going to let my ass down once the fuck again. Yeah, I the thing that I've been struggling with that I'm like kind of learning and kind of not because so as an independent artist, I've been doing this for a while. I make music. I make music videos. I'm doing a lot in the podcast world right now. But as far as my music and my music videos go, yes, the popular thing when it comes to queer entertainment, Mm -hmm. drag queens and like (laughs) buff little boys. Yes. This is what, well, you know. Well, let's fuck it up. This and, like, Todrick is someone who, like, has that, like, buff body, can really wail, and then, like, move that into uh, d- the drag world. Yeah. And, like, that dude works, has created uh, or elevated, like, cu- like a certain culture, has created catchphrases that people latch onto. He has, he has carved his way into people's hearts. I am this like. He's also carved his way out of some. Of course, of course. But as with anyone, you should be polarized by somebody. Sure, you're not supposed to love everyone. You're supposed to. Yes, go ahead, keep going. But you know, and people always go like, oh, like you know, the big thing with Todrick is like people like he owes people money for like music videos. I mean, I wasn't gonna say it. Whatever Uh, the internet has says it. Part of me (laughs) like I don't work like that. I'm like, if you work for me, you're getting paid. Yeah, but yeah, part yeah. of me understands that because I'm like, if I was going to put out five music videos in a row, half of them would have to be on credit. And I'm not right. interested in putting it on a real credit card. I'm going to, I owe you some money until I get my tour up and running and then I'll pay, like whatever. Yeah. So part of me as a producer understands that mentality. Now, as a person, I don't want to Being on both that. sides of it, it's not fun. Yeah. It's not fun. So what I what I do is I move really slow as a producer and I make yeah, things yeah, yeah. really slow. And so the hard thing that I have is separating me as a worker Right. And me as an artist 
and then just me as a person. Because as a worker, I'm like, let's get it done at any means necessary. As an artist, I'm like, I don't want to just get it done. I want it to be amazing and get it done. That part. And then as a person, I go like, oh, if I spend all my money on this thing and then I make it and not a lot of people look at it on the internet. Right. Then that's linked to me as a person, my government name, my family, my living situation, yeah, not yeah, yeah. Big Dipper. Yes. And so figuring out how to do all of that, I'm finally in a position right now where I feel like, oh, I could spend a bunch of money on my music video and I won't have to borrow money to pay rent. Oh, isn't that a great feeling? And that feels crazy to be like, oh, but it took I can a lot take of work a and a lot of figuring out to get to that point. Right. And so when I'm working on these videos and I'm working on these albums, I'm like, it has to be my way because there is no other way because this is all my money. This is my image. This is my video. This yes. is my thing. Yes. And so trying to learn that lesson that you were just talking about and separate those things yeah, I mean, and be like, these people are going to do it if they want to do it. It's they're gonna, hard. You know, and if someone says no, then just find another option. Listen, when I first started in music, I did, I was, it's so, it's way more, hold on, I got to find my words because I just got really excited. It is easier to find people that are passionate and that will work for free when you are passionate about your own shit. Yes. And it's not that you want them to work for free, but they will do it if they are connected to it. Right. And they know that they're part of something. Right. And they can hold on. But if you're just asking people to, like, show their ass, show up for five minutes and not be connected to a thing, right. they're not going to be as invested as you are. Nobody right. is going to be as invested in you in any situation in your life as you have to be. And, this and I is, don't like to tell anybody you have to do anything. Right. But if you don't invest in yourself, ain't nobody else going to do it either. And so I have been, in order to get things done, I literally, like, instead of, like, adding two grand to my music video budget to, like, pay all these models, like, 20 bucks. Right. Because that's all it would be, you know, if yeah. I'm getting 40, I mean, listen, 40 people for a crowd scene. Got to do what we can. I would rather call people on the phone and talk to them about what I do and the vision for the video and see if they vibe with it. Go out and meet someone for a coffee. I put in that time. That's why it takes me, you know, literally a month and a half to prepare <laughs> for a music video. Hey, but you're doing it all yourself. Right. And there's nobody like running around to help you. Okay, so hold on. I need to get uh -huh. to this next card, but I did want to say that this is just bringing Our up. Our episode's going to be four hours. It's good. It's fine. I, <laughs> I like talking it. to you. Likewise. Um, that Betty White yes. produced, directed, ran, and like acted in, did her own commercials in her first like television show. Yes. She did every fucking thing. This is why nobody can come for motherfucking Betty White. Right. She did it all to the point where it was live TV and she would have to read the commercial on air Live because there was no tape invented yet. Right. <laughs> what the fuck? She finished her scene and then turned and be like, yes. "Do you struggle to get your bathroom shining clean? Yes. Use Ajax." Not even kidding. And <laughs> please, it's on Netflix. Please go look because it's oh actually God. really adorable. Everybody talk about how much they love Betty White. Okay, so the card that is in your position of external influences, you'll appreciate okay. this, is the Ace of Heart. Uh huh. This is what's coming at you. What's coming at you is beginnings. Okay. Of these feelings and relationships. Oh, because hearts kind of connection. Again. Yeah, the hearts are all over the place. Girl, they really are. But is that's coming at you. So yeah. like, but I feel like you were just saying you put uh -huh. this out there. So of course it's going to come back. Yeah. Like if you try to get people to give a fuck, people giving a fuck are going to come out to you. Like this is good. How do you feel about that? I feel that. You that do? I do. Yeah. Because... Well, with my work, it's like there's a lot of like going like, hey, anybody want to like help me do this thing? Right. And it's a wide net and it's like a lot of no's. But I'm then really the bad yeses are, are very and loud. They're very good yeses. And they're clear. Yes. And then and you committed. go like, you're on the team. Yes. Yeah. It's wild. Okay. So the next card is your hopes and fears. Ooh. And it is the three of diamonds. And now the three. Yeah, I'm trying to remember diamonds we were talking about. I'll get there. Logistics? No, 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 no. The three, <laughs> three is connection. Diamonds is practicalities. Practicalities. <laughs> and in the material world. So, I mean, I feel like this is a, talking about what you were talking about. Right. Which is, okay, so these cards, I'm turning over after you say these things. So I know. It's, it's really sort of been happening a lot. Weird. It's yeah. really fucking weird. But, I mean, the connections in this world for you is what you're focused on. Yeah. So, the cards All day, wrong. every day. Now, the last card uh -huh. over here would be the card of the final outcome. 
And that. <laughs> 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 Final outcome. Right. <laughs> that's what it is. The three of clubs. Uh-huh. The clubs is. Is that where we're going? That's where. That's, <laughs> Out to the. Yeah, the clear up. <laughs> the three. The three of, of clear up. Um, the, uh, oh, shit. The <laughs> Sorry. I, I just saw you. My whiskey. <laughs> just had a birtation. <laughs> Creativity and action. And three is connection. I mean, I'm also very, very here for this. Mm-hmm. You're connecting and moving in your creativity. I'm yes. very. This is I like this spread. Isn't it great? This is like love relationship, work, and I mean, growth as a human. I also, before I come, like, before I leave the house in, yeah. in the day, I ask for benevolent outcomes for, like, whatever situations come about. Yes. Well, okay, so if you're asking for somebody else, like, if you see someone on the street that just got in an accident or some right. shit, and you want to, like, pray for them, ask for the most benevolent outcome for their situation. If it's you personally— request the most benevolent outcome. So you say, I request the most benevolent outcome for Shana Funa Funa. But for you, I would say, I ask for the most benevolent outcome because asking sends it out. The request calls it in. Oh. Isn't that wild? Yeah. And it's all in the vocabulary, but I've learned to do this. And I, I like tried to, that word benevolent, too. Well, not a lot of people use that word, but it's just the opposite of malevolent. <laughs> <laughs> A cousin to Melissa Finn. <laughs> Melissa Finn. I know. I always say her name wrong. It's fine. Melissa Finn. Yeah. Why is that should be? Is that your drag name? Your, your extra extra drag name. Everybody should have a drag name. I know. Willem tried pocket. to call me Charcuterie. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, he's good with those. Yeah. He's a terrible person. <laughs> Actually, Willem and I have really come into a whole new place in our lives. Yeah. And I'm really proud of that bitch. Her, what's it called? Cover, bo- cover girl? Cover boy. Cover boy. Cover, right, cover boy, because cover girl does not cover a boy. There Correct. it is. Yeah. <laughs> I got there. I'm sorry. I'm, sh- I'm trying to talk and shuffle my own cards. At Are the you same supposed time. to shuffle them or should Well, I, I mean, it's, I'm putting my energy in it. So when oh, you read okay. it, <laughs> you're going to read my energy. <laughs> so you're just going to pull three cards and you're okay. going to put them left, middle, and to the right. <laughs> so three across? Three, three across. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really trying to use my words and so that people that are not here looking at Do us. Do you have to cut this like I did before or I mean, you're yeah, shuffling? Good. Okay, and then take from the top? Yeah. Take from the top. I mean, most people do take from the top. Oh, right. There you go. <laughs> most people do. I take it from the top. And now I'm going to give you my, my little notes on the situation. Oh. And... Do I start on the left side? Yes. Yeah, so on the left side will be I, my past. You know, uh, I see this. Uh, I see this ace here, uh-huh. uh, meaning beginnings, <laughs> which reminds me of that amazing SNL sketch with Maya Rudolph, Uh-oh. in which uh, she plays a club music singer named Beginnings Change. Yes, 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 yes. Tilt and free. Anytime, Mal- <laughs> these are my tiny moves. <laughs> these are breathe. the moves. <laughs> <I do. laughs> Oh, God, she was so great. <laughs> yes. Okay, okay, here we go. Seven of uh-huh. clubs. Yes. Okay, so clubs. Is going to be down here. Oh, I see. So it's creativity and action. Yes. And, and what the, does the seven, seven is mystery. Whew. I mean, it has felt like that. A mystery? Have you in felt like. Oh, because this is in the past. Yeah, in my past. It has felt like that. Well, I did remember when you were on my podcast, Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. There it is! <laughs> which comes out every Friday. Yes. Um, we asked you, like, how did you start singing? And you were like, someone, there was like a gig in which they needed a drag queen. And you were like, right. okay. And you just sort of like. <laughs> just went with it. And the story about DWV, you were like, I guess, sure. Yes. And A lot of my life is like this. Right? And isn't the same with Little Shop? <laughs> yes. They were just like, will you? And you were like, I guess I'll audition. The, the email for Little Shop basically said, is this something Vicky has ever thought about before or would even <laughs> consider doing? And, and I went, like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, let's do it. So that I think is cool because that to me. I leave a lot of, um, like, the big life decisions open-ended. Yeah. Which really stresses a lot of people out. But for me, I'm really okay with that because I have no idea, which I guess it could be a blessing or a curse. But for me, it's been the biggest blessing because the wildest jobs, the wildest opportunities have come from me going, I have no idea how that's going to happen. I just know this is something I want to do. Boom. Cackling on a beach in front of a fire with Channing Tatum. This is what I'm 
say? <laughs> Again, that came. Okay, that one came. <laughs> Magic Mike XXL. Please go watch it so I can get the residual check. Um, <laughs> happened because I was talking about I don't want to audition for shit right now. Right. Because I was done. I was done auditioning for Drag Race right. because I got basically rejected mm-hmm. for the umpteenth time. And I don't do rejection because I don't see it as rejection. Right. I see it as, well, then I'm not right for you. Right. Where is my yes? It's not that you're a no. You're just not my yes. Right. So I need to move in a different direction. Cool. And I don't know what direction that is, so I'll wait until I'm called. And then I was like, I'm not auditioning for shit because I'm clearly who I am right now. And I have worked my ass off for a second. And if somebody wants to fucking work with me, they will email my ass or reach out. Right. Bitch, I shit you not. It was like three weeks later. I get an email saying, it, again, <coughs> is this something Vicky would want to do? Can she da 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 and come in for a meeting? What? And I went in for the meetings, and the next thing you know, here we are. Ugh. She's in a fucking movie. A huge movie. Yeah. Girl. A double XL movie. A double XL. <laughs> which, and the onset was kind of fucking amazing. All of them, it. everybody in that goddamn movie was so phenomenal and kind. Especially to someone, I say someone like me, but like usually. Yeah. The cross change and cross dressers is the prop. Is the prop or like the circus act or like you know just no? They acknowledged my presence in a way that was really really great. But they also kind of just let me be me. Yeah, and they were kind, which in L.A. Right. to be truly kind, sure, <laughs> on set of anything when like the directors and. When it's a sequel, it's already proven that there are big stars. Right. Like they're just trying to get the things that they know make the money. Right. They could they could be very short, very brief. Right. No, no, no. They were like loving and like they went, Do you wanna do this? Like, how do you feel about this? And I'm like, wait a minute, you are treating me like you care. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I have to keep the wig on when right. I get fucked. That's how it is. That's how I feel. Okay, put my come present? present card. Yeah. Ooh, we didn't have it. Oh no, we did have a queen over there. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we have the queen right here. Okay. <laughs> Queen of Diamonds, uh-huh. which is practicalities in the material world. Where are we? Diamonds. Oh, I see. Oh, no, the Queen of Diamonds the has Queen a of Diamonds specific. is down there. Yeah, because she means something separate. It's Practical, a- warm, dependable motherhood. We were just talking about having kids. I know. <laughs> and but I know I feel- you're a good mom to your dog. I, I love that little nugget so much. And I feel like I am this person. I, uh, I try to be yeah. anyway. When I create the spaces around me, because I want everybody to be comfortable around me, because far too long, for far too many years, I was uncomfortable in every space that I went into. Right. So I consciously make an effort. Well, and like, you know, in your present, you're doing this podcast, which means you're literally not only hosting people <laughs> physically in the studio, right. but you are being this like thing in people's ears every week. And it's really exciting. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, oh. Clementine, thank you for reminding me, honey. So, <laughs> Clementine, actually, the same way that, like, most shit happens, like, the great shit has happened in my life. Right. I met Clementine doing Nicole Byers' podcast. Sure, yes. Why Won't You Date Me mm-hmm. over at RuPaul's DragCon, which I hope to be bringing this podcast Oh, sickening. To. Yes, amazing. And it, after that, we, it was such a kiki, and we talked about the most ridiculous and wild stuff. Right. That Clementine was like, have you ever thought about this? And I was like, uh-huh, but because I was still in, like, <laughs> performance mode. So I was right. like, uh-huh, yes, girl, talk to my friend over here. <laughs> and they, talk, they talked for a second, and then from then on, Clementine and I went to, like, have a meal together and share ideas. Plant-based. And then she went and pitched this shit, and Earwolf picked it up, and here we are. Yeah, that's incredible. It was wild. Like, I was like, nah, that's not going to happen. Right. Oh, shit, it's happening! Yeah. <laughs> okay, I guess I can do this. Let's go. See? What's my what's my future look like? Your future looks like a two. <laughs> Why was that so shady? Of diamonds, no. <laughs> That's so shady. Your future looks like a two. two. <laughs> Your future. <laughs> so the two is balance uh-huh. in the diamonds, which is practicalities in the material. World. Oh, this is so exciting. That's I, a good card. I, I really hope that this is the one. I really hope my future, because right now, practicality is a material world. is a fucking mess for me. Balance in the material world. I hope to find the world. balance. You like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I feel like that's a wrap on us, because yeah. this has been a really great conversation. J'agree. J'agree. <laughs> so why don't you tell everybody one more time where they can find all y'all stuff? Yes, uh, I'm on Instagram at Big Dipper Jelly. You can find all my music videos where I get mostly nude on YouTube. Uh-oh, uh-oh. 
look out in 2020 for a single from me and Vicky Vox. I was going <laughs> to fucking do it. Yeah. And uh, you can hear my podcast every Friday called Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. And if you scroll back a bit, you can find the episode with Vicky on it, yes. which she talks about shenanigiggery in Dubai. Yeah. Uh, she talks about uh, traveling in a tour bus, uh, doing theater. Uh, oh my gosh, talks about yes. living in a cornfield in North Dakota. Where did and you Nebraska. live? Nebraska. Nebraska. <laughs> Girl, she talks about all the things. I talk about stuff and things all the time. Yes. Like I do on this here podcast. <laughs> do it great. Yeah. Which, I don't know where you found us, but you can tell your friends that they can find us on the Apple the podcast on Spotify, Stitcher Premium. You can find us. Oh, you're a premium diva? <laughs> yes. You, you sign up, you get the bonuses and things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, I am at the Vicky Vox on everything. And please go and get on the Instagram, Doing Great Pod. Oh, yeah. Yes. Follow on that. And then, then you can comment and I can read your comments. And oh, and maybe you could look at. Um, oh, yeah. We might put the pictures of the cards yeah. and everything so you can really see what we're talking about <laughs> because I realize that this is a listening medium. Correct. <laughs> Thank you for listening. So, to wrap up today's show, I really do hope that you are doing great. I'm Vicky Vox and you are fucking welcome. What a great show! <laughs>